You're listening to episode 65 of Alexa in Canada, The Voice Experience. She's got, She's skills. got skills. My name is Terry Fisher, and here's the deal. Voice technology is changing so fast, and I'm trying my best to keep up with it. I'm here to learn everything I can about Alexa, so you and I can figure her out, and so we can make our lives more organized, relaxed, stress-free, and even have some fun. Let's learn some skills. Hello and welcome to this week's podcast episode. So happy to have you along with me for this particular show. Today, I have a special treat for you. Yes, truly a treat because I have Amy Stapleton, the founder of Tellables, a company that uh, excels in creating interactive storytelling for voice devices and In addition to learning about her background, and by the way, she used to work for NASA, really interesting, Uh, but in addition to hearing about her background, we talk about her new skill, My Box of Chocolates, a treat, and she explains how chocolates in this skill represent different stories, and this is a new type of storytelling, interactive storytelling, where you have discussions with Alexa about what you are listening to. It's a very, very creative, a very, very unique idea, and of course, Fortunately for us Canadians, this is available here in Canada. And on top of that, you're going to learn how you can actually participate and be a part of the stories because Amy is looking for authors and she'll tell you all about that. So I won't keep you waiting any longer. Let's dive into this treat, this uh, sugary goodness with my box of chocolates. And let's listen to what Amy Stapleton has to say. Well, it's great to have Amy Stapleton here on the podcast. Thanks so much for joining me and the listeners today, Amy. Oh, thanks for having me. I always enjoy your show, so I appreciate uh, an opportunity to be on here. That's great. Wonderful. Thanks thanks for uh, thanks again for being here. Well, before we get into all the really cool stuff that you are doing with uh, with voice technology and the specific skills that you're creating, I'd love to learn a little bit about you and for you to share a little bit about your background with the audience, if I can ask you to do that. Sure. So I have uh, been kind of an IT professional for for many, many years. Um, my last stint was, I was an IT manager at NASA in, uh, in Huntsville, Alabama at the famous Marshall Space Flight uh, Center. And I was able to retire from there early at the end of 2015 and focus on voice things. And what I'm interested in is really uh, storytelling. So I started um, with a partner and we have been creating some, st- what we hope are like innovative storytelling um, skills on Amazon Alexa and Google Assistant since uh, the beginning of 2016. That's fantastic. So I, I have to take a step back here just for a second because you're the first person that I've interviewed that worked for NASA. So I, I just have to dive into that a tiny bit. What did you do for NASA? I'm curious. Well, I actually started there because I have a background in SAP software and they were implementing um, the SAP financial management system for their uh, all their federal accounting Um and I stayed on to just work for the CIO and help out with their enterprise applications. Um, they have, you know, a lot of requirements for reporting and stuff like that. So, so I did that for 14 years, and it was uh, it was interesting. I got to meet astronauts and things when I was there too. So that was a lot of fun. That sounds really cool. Very cool. Yeah. All right. So how does how does a person transition from that to your interest now with storytelling? Where's the story behind that? You know, I, I, um, 
my background is in humanities, so I got my degrees in English and, and actually German literature. Um, I started working for SAP as a translator. That's how I got into computers. So that worked out really well for me financially because, you know, it's a was a lucrative um, occupation. But when I had, you know, the opportunity to move into doing my own thing, I wanted to get back to my roots, so to speak. And um, I just thought this would, you know, it was a good combination of, of both my interests and my talents is to, to use uh, the voice assistant technology and, and do something in the in the storytelling realm. So that's what I'm doing. Now you've had you've been one of the early skill developers for for Amazon. Tell us a little bit about some of the skills that you have created, and, and maybe a little bit about the the company and the process here, Tellables, and how that started for you. Yeah, well, um, originally I saw like in 2013 Jibo, which um, is uh, kind of a, a person uh, a social social robot they call it I think it's off the market now but the idea behind that was is it was kind of a very sophisticated version of a smart speaker it had a face and it moved and it had a personality and all that so it was much more identifiable like as a as a personality than say you know today's smart speakers are and so I thought that people would want to hear stories told by these devices because they would consider them to be like you know characters in their home. Um, not so much as like a smart speaker that would just broadcast music and maybe like a an audiobook, but they would really want to hear the storytelling. So that was like the focus, and I was turned out to be a little bit like wrong in the way f- these smart speakers were really used because um, most people that are using them today to hear stories are using them to start like an audiobook or to hear maybe a, a highly produced um you know, radio play type of interactive drama. Mm-hmm. But the first skills that we did were really just very simple storytelling skills where Alexa would tell a story. Uh, the first one we did was actually called listening comprehension practice. Um, and it, there's a story and then it's followed by some yes or no questions. It's more directed at children so that they can listen to the story and then, you know, tr- test out their understanding of the, the content of the story by answering the questions. But it's supposed to be a fun experience because the, the story is supposed to be kind of, you know, amusing. Then the next one we did was, um, again, in 2016, Tricky Genie, which is the one that became very popular. And that one is really almost more of like a story game. Um, and again, that uh, seems to be sort of the trend that these skills are taking now, that they, mm-hmm. if, if it is a story, it's kind of like more embedded with a game. In um, that particular one, Alexa tells a quick little uh, anecdote about one or more characters that get some get themselves into some kind of predicament. A genie pops up holding three sacks, and then you have two chances to find the sack that has the right solution. So it's a quick little, you know, hmm. two, three, four minute interaction, and it's kind of fun. And and the things that are in the sacks could be like, you know, funny or whatever, but you have to pick the right one. Um, and then we did a, uh, a few more that were kind of on the the tricky genie model. And I wanted to move more into kind of a conversational storytelling, but not so much like a game. I, want, I wanted people to be able to actually enjoy the story, but have a little bit of a conversation with Alexa about the story to get them thinking about it. Hmm. And we also, we've, you know, we've had this vision ever since we launched. Um, we have a content management system. So the, that allows me as the author to add a lot of additional content to everything that we do without having to, you know, like republish the skill. 
And we wanted to open up that content management system and that platform so that other authors could submit content for us to to use and to publish as part of our, our live skills. And so the first one where we've really done that is our, our latest skill, um, which is available in Canada, and that's called My Box of Chocolates. Mm-hmm. Um, so we can kind of get into that, but but that's it's sort of the evolution as I'm trying to move more towards what I think is um, – in a way, it's traditional storytelling, but it's to try to teach the robots how to tell an interesting and engaging story, you know, like a short anecdotal story, and then to actually have them engage with the listener in a way that would uh, have them kind of think about the story, see how they relate to it, maybe even prompt them to tell their own story um, to other people that might be in the room or maybe share their story with us on our platform so that we can, you know, publish it as part of the as part of our content. That's kind of the the vision for the whole thing. Wow. So there's there's a lot of thought that's gone into creating this type of interaction. And uh, yeah, your skill, my box of chocolates, I've played around with it. I think it's fantastic. Before we get into the details of that, I want to I wanna dive back into something that you mentioned. And you mentioned the term conversational storytelling. And then you also talked about how trying to get the robots to tell these stories in an interactive manner. Can you can you explain that a little bit more? Like what what does conversational storytelling mean to you? Okay, so I guess first off, the, the idea is, is – the fundamental idea is that the the voice assistant personality or robot, whatever you want to call it, it's telling you the story. So you think that Alexa or in the case of the My Box of Chocolates, one of our virtual chocolatiers is telling you the story. So you're actually engaging with the personality, which is fundamentally different than listening to like a streaming audiobook or even listening to a, a – a, a streaming interactive adventure where you know where you where you choose a path this is like you're you're actually hearing them tell you a story and the conversational part comes in where um you, you know obviously this is a this is an an intelligent device it can understand what you're saying and it can respond so you want the story to be interactive but me personally i didn't want to do like a pick your path type of story i wanted the listener to just hear a funny little story or an interesting story or an engaging story and then have a conversation about the story with the device. And that part obviously is very difficult because, you know, you can't just ask open-ended questions about it. Uh, what did you – tell me what you thought about that story because, you know, then it would be difficult to know what they're going to say and how to respond. So right now it's very constrained in the sense that after you hear one of the stories in the My Box of Chocolates, Alexa, who is – listening to the story with you will make a comment about what she thinks about the story. And then she'll ask you a question that's, you know, you can respond to in a, in a constrained number of ways. And then based on your response, she will make an appropriate um, follow on response. Again, taking into consideration what you said, but it only goes like one level deep. So obviously, you know, where it would be great in the future would be if you could have a multi-turn conversation with her about the story and, you know, you could just kind of go from there. I think it's a very fun and engaging experience if whatever you're doing during the day, you're interested in hearing a little story from your friend Alexa or whomever the, the robot of the, of the day is. And then you could, you know, actually engage in a bit of conversation about the story. Yeah, that's great. And and like I said, I, I've played around with my box of chocolates and that's one of the really neat features that I've noticed. It's quite unique that I listen to the story and 
Um, and just like you say, then I get asked a question about my, my, uh, my opinion about something, a theme in that story, and I can have that interaction. Like you said, it's one level deep right now, but it's, that's a nice feature that I haven't seen on other, other skills. Now, we're probably jumping a little bit ahead here, so why don't I get you to explain exactly what my box of chocolates is, how it works, the setup, and, and, and you know, all about that skill. Okay. The basic concept is that we, as the company Tellables, have created a, a publishing platform. So our hope is that authors who like to write small stories, micro stories, whatever, um, they can submit their stories to us and then we publish them on this platform. Right now, we're creating most of the stories ourselves and with the small group of authors that we work with, but we want to open open it up. So what we do is every month, we um, we publish a virtual box of 12 candies. Um, they're chocolates. They each have a representation. You can go to our website. You can see an image of the of each chocolate. When you play the skill, your display will show each of the chocolates. And they're kind of funny. They're meant to sort of relate to the story, be, be like a proxy to the story. You know, there's like a um, the double-decker nut cluster about, you know, like a, a nutty blind date experience or the extra sticky mm. caramel about you know a date where she couldn't get rid of the guy um mm. so the so the candy actually allows you to actually ask for the story too um if you want to hear that story again without going through the entire box you can ask for the extra sticky caramel truffle um and then so every month we come out with a new assortment and each month you um you open up the new assortment but at some point or at any point in time if you would like to go back and older stories you can open up those other boxes you can go back to a sort of one or you can ask for the extra sticky caramel truffle and go immediately to that so it's really sort of a, a mechanism where the you know the listener kind of has an understanding of how to navigate through all these stories um and if you like a story let's say you're an author and you happen to have one or two stories in you know an older box you can you can go back and hear those or or uh, send you know send a note to your friends or post it on your social media site to say hey go listen to the Tucson Heart because that's you know the story that I wrote and you can get right in there immediately to hear that particular you know that particular episode. That's great. It's a really neat idea, and again, it's something quite quite unique. How did you come up with the idea of like using chocolates to represent stories? Uh, you know, I'm not really sure. Like I. I I thought about the concept of someone saying, Alexa, open my box of chocolates a while back. And I just thought it was like, you know, a very neat and natural thing. Hey, open my box of chocolates. Mm -hmm. And then I thought of having Alexa describe like a virtual candy. But since everything we do is about stories, um, I wanted to make it somehow about stories. And actually, I worked with a couple of different people, um, authors to to come up with a general concept and we really struggled at first because there was a lot of pressure I think for us to make a game out of it you know like hmm. uh have someone open the box and then see if you can find the candy with the golden ticket or whatever oh I see and we yeah and we worked on a bunch of different ways to kind of like uh incorporate a, a game aspect in there but the more we worked on incorporating game you know gamification techniques or whatever the the less emphasis there was on the actual content and the stories and listening to the stories and engaging with them. And so I finally said, you know what, let's just forget about the game. Um, this may or may not work, but we really want these robots, you know, to, to learn how to tell interesting stories and we want them to engage people with these conversations 
elements, and that's what we're going to focus on. So, um, you know, we we also built in the the ability for you to pick a, a candy or skip a candy. So if you open the box and you don't pick a specific candy, Alexa will offer you each of the candies in in order, one through twelve. But she'll give you a brief little teaser description about the candy and the story, and you can skip them. So you know, she'll ask you, do you want this one now? And you can say no. She'll move on to the next one. And if you, you know, before she closes the box for good, she'll go back to those stories that you skip. So it's it, it's kind of like an actual box of chocolate, which mm. in a way is is sort of related to like, you know, if you have a if you have a book of short stories or an anthology or whatever that, you, you know, you want to skip around, you don't want to necessarily go through it in order, you can do that with the way that this is set up. That's great. That's really, really neat. And so you've got uh, um, some authors that are writing uh, writing stories for this. You said it's an open source, so you're looking for authors to to uh, contribute to this. And then you said you've also got the chocolatiers. So are the chocolatiers is that the word that you're using to describe the the bots that are that are actually telling the stories? Yes, because we are using the 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 synthetic voices, so the Amazon Poly voices. Which again, you know, that's another whole conversation. But we're doing that for you know for various different reasons, um, and because we are using those voices, and they are obviously limited in their ability to tell a story effectively. And people, you know, might not really want to listen to that story, or they're put off by the by those voices. We felt like if we associated each of the voices with a specific character and gave that character like a personality and a backstory, and we even have an image, you know, for the tears you can see it on our website um that over time once they heard more of that that voice and more of those stories then they would they would come to accept it because they would relate it to the particular character so we have coco you know she's an older lady who's really funny and she tells a lot of funny stories brandon who's sort of this young you know playboy type chocolatier and he's got a certain personality and we've got archie and, and we've introduced opal so right now we have like four distinct personalities based on the voices that are available and you know that's kind of the uh the theme there that's a great idea you've got you've you've really um i think you're pushing the boundaries here of what we've seen with with alexa skills up until now with some of these really unique ideas which is which is really neat i played around with it and um I have to say I was very impressed. It's uh, the amount of work that goes into this must be tremendous because you know this month, as as I discovered, you've got a theme and it's Valentine's Day themes and you've you've got stories all relating to some type of you know Valentine's Day story and it, it's it's incredible because there's a lot of customizable um, content that you're doing that's every month. How do you how do you how do you keep up with that? How do you deal with that? How do you make sure that it's always new and fresh? Well, I mean, it's, you know, it's a lot of work. It's just if you decide that you're going to be a publisher and publish something every month and you got to figure out how to keep the content fresh. Um, I've just now kind of put together the editorial calendar for the rest of the year. If you if if there are listeners out there that are interested in writing or that know writers or anybody that's, you know, a hobby author or whatever, if they if they go to our website and they look at our blog, I have just recently posted um, about the fact that we're we're trying to source content for our Mother's Day edition, which obviously will come out in May. And so I've given a lot of information about the the chocolatiers, the types of stories that we're looking for. And I've actually written some sample stories and I've put a link to um, a sound clip where you can hear the the story being told in the poly voice. And 
that will, you know, help give people kind of an understanding of what we're looking for. Because I think what, you know, the type of content that we're really seeking right now is, is, um, is a little strange to authors. They're not used to thinking, okay, I'm going to write, first of all, a story that's limited to like 275 words, and it's going to be told by a robot voice, hmm. which already is very constraining. But, but for, I mean, for me as a, someone who, who enjoys writing, it's really a challenge to craft that story in a way that it at least, you know, partially works. I mean, you've, you've listened to the stories and they're, you know, they're not perfect. You're not going to uh, necessarily want to hear one over and over and over again. I mean, I have favorite stories. Um, we have some, what I think are some really interesting stories in the, the Valentine's box by the author, Kate Gale, who was um, fairly well known. She has like an MFA and all this stuff. So her stories are, are very, you know, very layered, even though they're only 275 words. So I think if someone is interested in writing, um, it is a, it's, you know, it's an, a challenging type of environment to try to write for. And, and, and I think it's, you know, it's, it's fun. And I do believe that as we become more accustomed to engaging with voice assistants and they are around us all the time and we have them, you know, in our ears and not necessarily just in the smart speaker. And I think we're going to want that content. So if there are authors that want to go ahead and start, you know, seeing if they, if, if they can write that type of content, I do believe that the audience for it will, will grow over time. Wow. This is, this is fantastic stuff. Like I say, I think, I think it's a really, really cool skill and I encourage all the listeners to check it out. And yes, as you said, it is, it is here in Canada, which is fantastic. Is there a quick sort of checklist or things that you're looking for, for a story? If somebody wants to uh, like contribute to this, you said it has to be a maximum of 275 words. Are there any other specific requirements for the stories? Yes. Um, and, and again, if you go to that blog post that I wrote about the Mother's Day story, we go into a detail there. But okay, we're, we're really looking for stories that, that fit within um, the framework of, you know, we have chocolatiers and they have certain personalities. So in every box, we have some stories that are told like in the first person as if the chocolatier had experienced that thing themselves, like they're telling a story that actually happened to them. Oh, okay. But we can also tell other stories that are in the third person. But but in general, we like them to, you know, either fit with a theme of the box or, um, or have, you know, one, one or more elements of either they're, you know, they're funny or they're, they're emotional and sentimental and in kind of an interesting way. And they're just, you know, they're fun to listen to in a very short span of time. Like, you know, it's a minute and a half story and it's, and it's actually a story, not just, um, you know, not just an observation. Well, that sounds great. And I hope that you will um, get lots of people contacting you to to uh, you know participate in this and have their stories be featured through my box of chocolates because it's a really, really neat platform. Um, Amy, thanks so much for, for coming on here. Where can people go then to learn more about this and what you're doing? Go to our website at tellables.com and you'll see all the information you need. Great. Well, again, thanks so much, Amy. It's been a pleasure speaking with you. I've had the opportunity to meet you a couple times now at various voice events, and it's always nice to catch up and see what you're doing. You're always pushing the envelope and doing some really unique and creative things, and it's always fun to to hear what's going on uh, behind the scenes with, with Tellables. Thanks, Terry. Really appreciate it. So what do you think? Fun stuff, huh? My box of chocolates. I think this is such a cool, cool idea. And you can pull out your favorite chocolate and have this little bite-sized story. And on top of that, if you're an author and you want to be featured in my box of chocolates, then definitely check out tellables.com. Contact Amy 
and I'm sure she'd be only too delighted to uh, to chat with you and potentially feature your story in this uh, in this really creative platform. All right. So that brings us to the end of this episode, episode 65. As usual, the show notes have the links that we talked about in this episode. You can access today's show notes at alexaincanada.ca slash 65. So until next week, try out these chocolates and these chocolates, they're calorie free. <laughs> so talk to you again next week. Take care. She's got, She's skills. got skills.